Hey, John Lee Dumas here, the founder and host of EO Fire, and you're listening to the Sonia Paz and the Rockstar Mentor Podcast. Professional artist and entrepreneur Sonia Paz will give you that kickstart that you need to rock your art business. She's built her brand solely on her name and popular artwork for the last 20 years. Learn more at rockstarmentor.com and prepare to ignite. Welcome to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, the podcast to inspire you and bring the kickstart you need to crush it in the art industry. We'll bring you creative insights, inspiring interviews, valuable resources, and art marketing, along with decades of experience to provide you the strategic approach to unleash your creative talents and rock your inner entrepreneur. Now, your creatively energetic host, Sonia Paz. Hey there, everyone. This is your host, Sonia Paz, with the Rockstar Mentor Podcast. It is episode 27, and today we have an interview with The Real Brian, who is the host of many podcasts out there, including his own show that is up and coming, The Real Brian Show, soon to be airing the beginning of September. Now, we recorded this interview a few weeks back, and I am still learning on how to have really good quality audio for these interviews. So please excuse it if it's hard to hear me on my end of the conversation. But I am pleased to be able to showcase this interview this week for you. So, hey, without any further ado, my interview with the real Brian. Enjoy, everyone. Hey, everyone. Sonia Paz here with the Rockstar Mentor Podcast. And today I have an exciting guest for you on the show. And as much as this person may not be in the actual art industry, he is certainly not alien to being on podcast. I have today the real Brian, and he is the host of not only ProfitCast, but also the host on Podcasters Paradise, Aero Squad, and the soon-to-arrive The Real Brian Show. So I'd like to welcome the real Brian here on Rockstar Mentor. How are you doing today, Brian? Oh, fantastic, Sonia. Thank you so much. And, and you know, you're right. I'm not an alien to podcasting, but I do sometimes wonder if I'm an alien, period. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. we all wonder that. Don't, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love that, though. I'm going to use that term. You're not an alien to whatever, you know, if you're used to it. Okay. I think it's fantastic. I love it. <laughs> oh, good, good. So, hey, I love your work. I love what you're doing. And this is really awesome. And I have been listening to you for, oh gosh, I don't know, about eight months now. And I started listening to you on Podcasters Paradise. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, ProfitCast. And then found that you were doing Podcasters Paradise. And I want you to tell our listeners what you do and how you got involved in doing podcasts. And then we'll talk a bit about how this is going to help other artists maybe getting their own podcast or learning different types of exposure media and based on your experience. So I'd love to hear what your story is. Oh gosh. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> I'll give you the abbreviated version just because you know, the yeah. story's long, yeah. but yeah. Um, you know, I got into, well, first of all, getting behind the mic has been somewhat of a passion of mine for most of my life. And I wanted to be a radio DJ and I actually got the chance to, to do radio for years, had a lot of fun doing it. You know, it was one of those things where I think it was, I think it was middle school age, right around there, where, you know, I, I got a little Radio Shack mic and I taped it to a broomstick and, you know, hung it from the ceiling. <laughs> so I could, I got, 
And uh, yeah, and I was a musician. I am a musician, so I'm not a visual artist per se, even though I, I did visual art when I was younger. Um, so I do more of the audio arts. We'll call it that. Um, anyway, so, so I did that and, and I got into it and I said, I got to do radio. I did, I did high school radio, college radio, and I actually had an opportunity to get onto actual broadcast radio for many years. And then I, I went into internet radio because I thought, you know, that's where the new wave is going. And then, you know, when I started, it was the new thing. And then two years later, it was obsolete. <laughs> I thought, ah. I guess radio's dead, or at least it's dying anyway in, in most areas. Oh, no. So that's how I got into <laughs> podcasting. And I thought, well, you know, what's the next thing? Because I, I've got to be behind the microphone. Um, and that's where I found podcasting and, and doing more of that on-demand stuff, which is great. You right. know, we've got Spotify, Pandora, and we've got podcasting, and that's just that's where it's at right now. So that was the thing that I wanted to do. And I thought, well, I had a couple of podcasts when I first started. Um, they were more passion projects. And then um, prior to starting ProfitCast, I was, in, um, I was in a mastermind and I was trying to think about how, how do you make money with this? How do you actually, you know, turn this into a full-time living? Because that was my passion. It wasn't just like, well, I want to make money for fun. This was, I actually want this to be my career. So I, I went out there, I was looking around, there were some people talking about it, not that many though. And uh, so I said, you know, I'm, I'm going to start a podcast and it's going to be a, Hey, I have no idea what the heck I'm doing right now. I know how to podcast. I know how to broadcast, but I don't know how to make money with this whole thing. So I'm going on a journey. Right. I'm going to interview experts and we're going to figure this out together. And that's sort of how ProfitCast started. And that kind of paved the way towards all kinds of other things that, you know, was going on. Right. And I mean, gosh, you're so busy. You have, you have three podcasts you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. And one, well, one, one is going to slowly transition away, yep. but one, the real blind show, and that's what your main passion is going to be. Um, what are you going to, what, what's the flavor of that podcast? What are you going to talk about? See, that's what's so funny. Cause when I got started, uh, <laughs> when I was in radio, you know, you do morning show styles and you talk about a lot of stuff. And it's not really a niche. And that's, it was more, I think the, the, the thing about radio was more local niche. Although now most radio shows are national. Um, but I got to thinking, I'm like, right. you know, I, when I got into podcasting, you know, they say, talk about something specific. With Aero Squad, we got paid to do this in the beginning. Then it transitioned over to a volunteer thing. But we talk about the TV show Aero. So each time an episode airs, that's what we talk about. Very specific. And then with right. ProfitCast, it's very much about how podcasters can make money with a podcast, which has sort of grown into, you know, how you can profit, uh, which goes beyond the money, you know, relationships, impact. Well, I mean, so many wonderful things. And then podcasters paradise, same kind of thing, you know, where it's interviewing podcasters from the podcasters paradise group about their stories and what they've gotten and, you know, things they've learned and that kind of thing. Um, and so all of this, this whole time, as much as I've loved those shows, there's been this frustration inside of me going, I hate talking about one thing. <laughs> I'm not good at that. <laughs> and that's the beauty of yeah. interviewing. That's why I love interviewing people so much is because everybody comes from different areas or topics. And I just love learning. And I love, you know, that curiosity of, of, uh, being able to talk about something different each time I interview somebody. So, uh, I, I've always said, yeah. I want to do a show. I want to start whether it's a morning show or whatever, I've always wanted to do some kind of a podcast where I could talk about whatever I could interview people from wherever I want. Um, and the advice I got was, well, that's terrible because you know, you're not niching and you're trying to appeal to everybody. And I said, well, no, I'm not because there's going to be a theme behind it. 
And that's where all of that, I mean, I'll tell you what, that was about six months of agony trying to figure out what is that common theme? Because <laughs> there's like 80 things <laughs> I want to talk about. Um, and so it's, it's, it's funneled down to, it's the real Brian show. Topics will vary, but the main theme, um, and if you want to talk about this discovery process, I can, I can briefly touch on it because it's been fascinating. But the main theme behind sure, sure. is uh, I want people to know they matter. Because I know so many, I mean, I, I question this. We all question this, you know, once in a while we're going, you know, what, what am I doing here? Like, what's my purpose? And, and, you know, do I really understand my identity or am I trying to be like somebody else? And, you know, do I matter to people? Does anybody really care? Uh, and I know this, sometimes it's more than other, you know, more for some people than others. But I do feel like that most of us do ask that question and what really want to know, do we matter? Do we have that purpose? And so through interviews and topics and conversation, I really want people to know that at the end of each episode and get closer to that identity and that purpose of theirs. But I'm also sure. an entertainer, so it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm very animated. I entertain too. Because aside, aside from doing, because I have nothing else in my schedule to do, I run an art business, Sonia Paz Art and Design. Yeah. And a year and a half ago, I started doing Vino Paint, where, you know, it's the paint and sip and paint events where you go and you teach 30 or 40 or 50 people how to paint one painting in, in about a two hour period. And I was a little scared to death at first, but then my good friend, Crystal, who is, is one of my dearest friends and she's, she's online with live and she has, um, she's going to have her own, own reality show oh, nice. called the plus life. And she, she's got, um, she's got a lot of things going on. She owns a curvy, curvy girl lingerie. And she kept saying, Sonia, you're a rock star just do, do it, be it yourself. And as long as you be yourself, you'll totally rock it. And I'm mm-hmm. very animated. I'm very, you know, I'm, I would say I'm five foot, 105 pounds, but don't underestimate the short curly haired kids <laughs> sitting in the back of the class. That's right. <laughs> so, so I basically taken that and I've kind of rocked it as far as um, having, you know, just, just being myself. Yeah. And um, so with that said, the, um, how do I get off on that? But, um, but the one thing, um, just about entertaining and, and turning something, making people feel special and letting them know that they're not going to walk away from these events being a Van Gogh or, you know, Picasso would probably be better, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, but there's an entertainment aspect to it. So I think that and the whole podcast and just getting yourself out there and being fearless in the process has been, I mean, huge for me. But I want to touch on something you had mentioned about the profitability of relationship building. Oh, yeah. And that is what I have to tell artists all the time. They're so focused on the green dollar and saying, mm-hmm. well, I'm creating this art. I have to sell it for this price. And I'd say, well, you're, you know, especially if they're new, if they're new at selling their work, whatever it is, glass, sculpture, painting, you have to build a relationship and be sincere and, you know, be present and make people feel as though they matter. And that Mm -hmm. it's not here. You're going to buy, I'm going to sell you my art and then be off with you. No, (laughs) it's a relationship building. And if you want that, you have to nourish it and nurture it and everything. So, so I just wanted to interject that because that's totally true. And I'm so glad that you said that because I sometimes think that a lot of folks, don't get it right away. It takes a little bit a while, but yeah. Hey, but when it does and the spark is there, boom, bada bang. It's, it's a good thing. It's interesting, you know, cause I think that's been somewhat of the, the path and the journey that I've been trying to figure out when it comes to launching the real Brian show, because 
you know, when I was learning about the whole niching process, it, it really is. I mean, it's like, yeah, I, I need to make money so I can pay the bills, right? That's, that's, it's essential, right. but I want to have that passion behind it. And, you know, in the beginning, people are saying, well, you know, very few people will ever really do much when it comes to sponsorships with their podcast. That's what people were telling me. So they're saying, you know, Brian, you need to go and coach, you need to teach, you need to do masterminds, you need to do courses. Uh, and, you know, deep down, I'm going, I'm not a teacher. I mean, yeah, people can learn through what I say and, and through the encouragement that I give them. But, you know, I'm not one of those people that loves to just, I don't know, devour information and, and disseminate it to others. I really don't enjoy that. That's not who I am. And so this whole time for, I mean, almost two years, I'm just trying to follow that. What is that? The, the, the square peg in the round hole kind of thing. And right. <laughs> I, I mean, I was just having the hardest time. And and, because it was about, well, I I mean, I do want to build these relationships, but I have to make money too. And it goes back to what you were saying about the green dollar. And I'll tell you that, you know, going to podcast movement just recently, I I just didn't care about the money. I just wanted to build friendships and and relationships. And I wanted to meet people and I wanted to help people and, you know, encourage them and that kind of thing too. But it's like, I I still care about the money, but it is necessary. And so that's, I think, what um, really sparked me towards launching The Real Brian Show is that I just need to be myself, which is I encourage people, I entertain people, and I empower them, you know, and that kind of thing. It's just, I'm just going to do that. And people are like, well, how are you going to make money with your show? Sponsorships. That's what yeah. I'm going to start with. And they're saying, well, that seems really unlikely. And I said, then I'll be that unlikely person because that's the only way I'm going to do it. So, yeah, but yeah, it is, you and, have to be yourself. Yeah. Right, right. And then dealing with naysayers, <laughs> hello, my whole Sorry. life. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Like people naysay because they don't understand you because they're them. It's that yeah. simple. Right. And, and unfortunately, a lot of people like you were taught, um, your, your episode that launched this morning on Podcast about the experience of podcast movement. And those yeah. of you out there who are listening, wondering what podcast movement and it was, I should have went. I wanted to go so bad, but I had so many other commitments already. But this is the conference for podcasters to learn so much about podcasting and tips and techniques and ideas and hear other inspirational speakers talk about, you know, their podcasts and how, what they're doing, you know, moving forward. Would you say that's pretty much sort of the the wrap up of it? (laughs) Absolutely. So, and there are some other great, you know, conferences, like I mentioned, PodFest. Um, I've heard so many wonderful things about that. I've never yeah. been yet, but, uh, and I intend to go to that. So there, there are a few, but yeah, podcast movement was spectacular. And, and you know, like, I know you were busy. And so I, I know I said there that I said, well, you know, you got stuff going on and you and I had that conversation and, and, and I knew you could not work it with your schedule. And I know some others couldn't as well, but there were people who were just like, nah, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to go. I don't have the money. And I thought, you really missed out. <laughs> it was amazing. I know. I know. I, yeah. I saw all, you know, on, on so many podcasts, uh, Facebook pages and websites I saw yeah. this past week. It's like, yeah. oh man, I know that person. I know who that is. So, mm. and be there next year, just to, right. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. it's going to be in Anaheim next yeah. year and next, um, so that's a, it's easier for me because we can just drive down there. Perfect. Um, just the, the whole thing with going to Chicago it was because yeah. oh, I have friends there and I could have made a giant cool vacation out of it, but it was just, it wasn't, it wasn't meant to be. And so yeah. no, that's next year I come back and kick some butt and that's right. get that going. So, um, Hey, why don't you tell me a little bit or tell us all a little bit about, what pod, what you learned at Podcast Movement and what you enjoyed so much about it this year? 
Well, so that's actually, it goes back to the relationships you were talking about. Um, I went with the intention to not necessarily go and sit in seminars and learn as much. Um, Because, you know, here's the thing, you know, having studied podcasting so much, I mean, that's been my job to do for over two years now. um, You know, I knew most of what was being talked about because I had interviewed those people already and I'd already done a lot of that. But, uh, you know, I mean, I definitely, you always catch new things, but I, I wasn't going to learn more. I was going to interact with people. Um, I actually had a, a couple of goals and one was I needed an answer. And so if you heard today's episode of ProfitCast, I needed an answer on what to do with ProfitCast because I am the yeah. person who loves to do everything. And I've been given so much advice that the more you do, the less successful each will be. And so it's just been, you need to focus, you need to focus. And honestly, pulling, I don't know, pulling the plug and saying, I'm going full on with the real Brian show has been a little scary. So I was like, all right, by Friday, at the end of podcast movement, I'm going to know if that's what I'm supposed to do, or if I'm supposed to keep everything going and figure this whole thing out. And it was abundantly clear Friday at the end of it. I said, (laughs) I have my answer and there is no going back now. And then of course, when I sat down to record, I got chicken and I'm like, uh, no, I'm going to keep it going. And I'm like, nope, I need to commit to this. Like, that's the only way I'm going to succeed. So that was one thing I went with the intention of doing, which I got my answer. The other thing was, was to meet as many people and whether it was people that I have met, you know, online only, or whether it was people I'd never met period and uh, try to understand how I can be of impact to them. And I don't know if I was any impact to anybody, you know, because I had a lot of a lot of time, let me rephrase that, a lot of little bits of time with a lot of people. And so I didn't really right. get a chance to spend as much time with each person as I had wished I could. So, you know, I don't know if I was any kind of an impact at all, but at least I know a lot of these people now. And now I've built some relationships and I have contacts that I can start building relationships and start finding a way to be of impact and, and blessing to these people. So that was my, my sure. second goal. But as far as uh, what did I learn? My gosh, you know, there were a couple things, a couple big takeaways um, self-expression, which nothing new for me. It was just a good confirmation that you must be yourself and you must express what is on your mind. Uh, and you know, granted, if I express everything that's on my mind, there are going to be a lot of people that just don't care about certain things, you know, they're going to be like, whatever, right. so making sure that it's something that still delivers value to someone else and can be of benefit to them. But you know, that, that level of self-expression, I think was really hammered home because you do see a lot of people who have launched podcasts that are just a copy of someone else because they think it's the next cool thing to do. And, and that right. frustrates me because I, I listen to their show and I'm going, this isn't you, you know, but I, yeah. I, I don't have the ability to speak into that person's life, but I, I mean, I can instantly tell it's not who they are. So I really want to encourage people to be yourself. And I think, uh, you know, like how many times have we heard that nobody else has your story? or your stories or whatever. And it's so true. Right. Nobody else can do art the way you do art. And so it's like, if you're trying to copy someone else, you're not, you're not blessing anyone for that matter. Um, and then this is right. another thing is being surrounded by community. And uh, I, I talked about that, that one of the podcasters was constantly surrounded by a community of people whenever he would launch a podcast or do whatever he did. And I got to thinking about every successful podcaster that I've ever interacted with or interviewed every one of them has been surrounded by a team of some kind, even if it was a hired team um, or if it was just a team of friends or whatever, it doesn't matter, but nobody successful has done it alone, at least that I've met. So, I mean, I guess it's possible, but I just, I've never seen it. Yeah. 
Um, so that was yeah. kind of cool that the whole paralysis by analysis versus just get out there and figure this out. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. <laughs> um, and I get it. And yeah. I, I'm one of those people who just jumps and then goes, wait, hold on, what, what am I doing? And so then I switched the other way and went, I got to figure this all out. And I don't, I don't work that way. So then I get stuck. So there's balance. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I get, um, you know, the thing about the, just being, um, being in the presence of other like minds. Um, years ago, I used to do the art and wine festivals, which are really huge here in Northern California because in the summer, the weather is pretty consistent. It's always nice. So there was almost a show a week, you know, whether, you know, it's a weekend show Saturday and Sunday. And I think the most fun I had was knowing that I was going to go. Yeah. Okay. To sell my art and talk to people and make sales and, and inspire the people. But there's, you know, there's these little lulls throughout the show, like first thing in the mornings and all the artists, we, you know, we kind of hang out and start talking shop. And it was, that was actually the more fun part of, doing it was just connecting with people and you know not only you know there's you know i won't say there's gripe fest but you know mm-hmm. there's what have you been up to what's new what what you know what's what, what's what's the what's the flavor of the week how yeah. has the season been for you so just catching up and um i can see where you know having been going to podcast movement it would have been i'm still new at this i've only been launched since may 30th but I wanted to go and at least get my thumbprint on there and say, I went and I experienced and I learned and had a few takeaways for that. And, you know, but that for me is a thrill. I like to, I, I don't, I'm not shameful to say I, I'm a fan of others. You know? Sure. So. Yeah. Um, well, no, so and I think, you know, going and learning is fantastic. And, and I'll tell you the, um, the sessions that I saw looked amazing and I do intend to go back and actually listen to, or, or watch them because they recorded the videos and we get videos as part of our ticket. So I, I do intend to go back and, and look at some of those that I, you know, feel like I need to learn more about. So I, I do find the value in that. And um, it's neat. I'll tell you something else that, that I, I learned just the last thing here that I thought was interesting was uh, I kept going around and meeting people. And then I'd, I'd, I'd comment back and say, wow, that person was amazing or they were so nice or they were wonderful to meet. And uh, I think it was Jason Cabassi, and I still can't remember if it was him or not, but I think it was. And he was saying, well, has anyone you met not been amazing? And I thought, no, actually everybody has been. And it got me thinking about just the attitudes that everybody had. Now, granted, everyone's on, quote, vacation and they're, you know, whatever, they're, they're in high spirits and they're putting on a nice face and everything. But it, it went beyond that. To me, it wasn't people that were just, you know, like, hi, I'm putting on a happy face right now. You know, I, I really could see beyond that. These people were tremendously joyful excited to be there, wonderful attitudes, winning attitudes. Um, and they were investing yeah. in themselves to be there uh, and in their podcasts as well. Um, or, or, you know, in, in your listeners case, investing in their art. But I mean, they, they were doing this as like, this isn't free to be here. It's not cheap to be here. I, I want to win. And that's why I'm here. Right. And it was so, so wonderful to be around that. And I mean, it was, I don't, I don't even know. It's hard to explain that emotion, but it was one of those things where you feel like you're on cloud nine because you're surrounded by so much yeah. awesomeness. Have you, have you ever had any visual artists on your podcast or on, um, yeah, I don't know, maybe profit cast or, um, encountered anybody who, or even had anyone question, why would an artist do a podcast? Because it's, how can you, how, how much talking can you do about your art? Have you ever heard that or experienced anything like that? You know, I have not heard that question. No. Um, 
until you, you know, you just asked it right now, but I, I will say that uh, I've not had visual artists on my, on my podcast, but I have, uh, I was at a convention. It was actually a, a heroes and villains fan fest. If anyone's ever heard of that, um, all about superheroes and, and the TV shows and the movies and stuff. And so, you know, the actors are coming out, but one of the things that I thought was so cool is they brought out some of the digital art. Well, they brought out all of the artists. I think that, that do any kind of um, superhero art, uh, fan art, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, but, uh, the two comfort, the two, um, fests that I was at, I was on stage, I was interviewing the actors. And then one of the panels was interviewing the digital artists that were there. And I thought this is going to be so much fun because it's different. Like no one does this at these conventions. And we had one of the smallest, like, I think there were 20 people in the audience and I'm going, Oh, compared to, you know, almost 20,000 for the actors. So I felt really bad for these guys, but I'll tell you what, the conversations that we had were incredible. And, um, you know, understanding digital art, understanding how they did that, which I know is just a subset of, of actual visual art in general, of course, but, um, it was interesting. I really enjoyed it. And, and one of the things that, uh, I was thinking about, you know, as we were getting ready to do this interview was just how can you, I mean, express your art in another way. And I know a lot of, a lot of it is just what you put out and that says it all. Um, but I'll tell you what, these people have stories, um, that I talked with. And I, and I kept thinking, you know, you need to share these stories. Um, and I know some of them, you know, they're, they're not very comfortable, you know, speaking and, and that's fine. But um, I come down to a couple things. One is I'll say this. If you enjoy talking behind the mic or, or talking in general or sharing your story, um, even if you've never gotten behind a microphone, that's, that's easily overcomable. It's just a matter of do you enjoy sharing your story vocally in some way or another? And um, if you enjoy that, a podcast can be so beneficial. I mean, there's so many different ways you can do it. Yeah, you could sit there and talk about your art. You could talk about the story behind each piece. You could talk about the journey. You could interview other artists so that, you know, you could learn things as you're going on and, and thinking about new techniques and, and new, you know, opportunities to, to share your art. That'd be cool. Um, right. Again, this goes back to being yourself because I think uh, a, lot of, a lot of artists might think, well okay, what I'll do is I'll go on and I'll interview people and then I'll start working on ways to coach and teach and put together courses to teach other people. And that's great if that's you. And if it's you, go for it. That's an amazing way to make some extra money and help a lot of other artists and learn in the process. Um, and a podcast really is amazing for that. If that's not your style yeah. and you just want to have fun and talk, then that goes back to what I was saying earlier, self-expression. Yeah. Just be Absolutely. yourself, get on and just talk about whatever you want have fun with it. Talk about your art. Uh, I see podcasting as, you know, really the best thing that I see podcasting is, is a way to further your brand, which I know you're a huge fan of branding and not to mention a master at it, I hear. That's that's my thing. (laughs) Yeah. So it is a really, really good way to further your brand and your voice. Yeah, sure. And, and that's funny because when I started to do the I want, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. And I told the story in one of the, I think the intro episode that for me, if I, if I, okay, I used to do art marketing workshops out of my gallery and, you know, we'd have, you know, maybe 25, 30 people at a time come to learn. They were artists learning from me how to market, how to price your art, how to ship your art, how to, how to sell it, how to engage, how to build customer bases, how to follow up and the whole gamut. And then I went, I closed the, the giant retail location and went back to studio by appointment for just so many reasons, but mainly because I felt like I was losing myself in retail 
and um, continued to do the art marketing workshops. But it got to the point where I was just working on so many other projects. I felt like I just needed to regroup. And so part of the regrouping was getting a bigger audience via podcasting. So this was the year. This was it. At the end of last year, 2016 has got to be the year that I, I get this going. And the content isn't the, the problem at all. Actually, the, the biggest um, hurdle that I had was <laughs> hearing myself on hearing myself on audio and yeah. just getting my, my show format and getting comfortable being behind the mic. And I think one or two episodes, and then it's kind of addicting because you're then hooked. Oh, yeah. So the, the content wasn't the issue. It was the technical aspect. And of course, my son, he's a musician, so he does my editing for me. And the first, I think I, I recorded my intro episode about 12 times. And then he said, that I'm hearing this noise. You got to get these acoustic things and, you know, get this different mic pop filter. And there's all these different, you know, little components that I needed to do to make, to make it be just, a, you know, just right. And then, and that was it for me. And yeah. just kind of overcoming the fear, because if I'm teaching people how to overcome fears on selling the work and getting it out there and talking to customers and the whole, you know, plethora of other details for extroverts to, you know, be able to evangelize their work and talk about it. If I, if I'm going to teach them to overcome fears, I better be the one to, to dish this out and get it yeah. myself. So, yeah. so I've overcome a lot just the last, um, last few months. So see, that's neat. See, that's, you know? It's exciting. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, it's funny because uh, when I was interviewing some of these people too, you know, I heard them share stories of, of, you know, overcoming fears like you were just talking about, um, talking about the stories behind each piece that they did, which, I mean, those were fascinating. And, and, you know, another thing that was a very common theme of podcast movement was the power of storytelling. And I mean, stories are yeah. told through art and stories are told vocally as well. And so I think it's, you know, it's something people really get engaged with and, and follow. And, you know, if, I love telling stories behind my music. And when I do that, people are that much more engaged with the music and it means more to them than just listening to it. And Hey, that's cool. You know? Um, and it's in it a lot of times too. And you know, I was even hearing why uh, they chose this form of art and then they would talk about how they're doing it. And uh, I mean, just all of these technical things. And I mean, people can learn from that kind of stuff. So, I mean, there's so many things you could take the route of just storytelling you could take the route of teaching techniques and, and things you've learned. You could take the route of interviewing others. And, uh, you know, we, we've, we, I think you and I talked about this a little bit, but interviewing people is a really nice way to get in touch with somebody and have a conversation with somebody that you might not otherwise have. Right. Awesome. So right. I mean, there's so many opportunities that you can have through podcasting. And, uh, but, it, you know, it's got to be right. I, I know a lot of people start a podcast and then go, wow, this is a lot of work. And, you know, you're talking about all the technical aspects and the pop filter and the microphones. This is a lot of work. This is a lot of setup. Oh my gosh, this is too much for me. And that's okay. Then maybe it's not for you. Um, so I'm not right. encourage everybody to start a podcast by any means, but I would encourage that if this is something that's a, you know, a desire in any way, shape or form, and you're willing to work hard at it, then uh, it's fun and it will help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Brian, I cannot even express how thankful I am that you took the time out of your crazy busy schedule to speak with me today here on Rockstar Mentor Podcast. Of and course. Let me ask you, I always just try to throw one thing out there. This is such a generic question. I'll come up with a better one, but yeah. give me one word. One word that best, that best describes yourself. Is it bad if I give you three? No, I should make that three anyway. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> I just, 
Because that goes back to what I was saying earlier about the, you know, I'm, I'm not a good nicher and I, I can't figure out, uh, you know, how to do one thing. And it's like, oh, no. I, and I was honestly, I was thinking about this question. And I'm going, I seriously can't boil it down to one word. <laughs> that's what's, you know, I guess there you go. Multifaceted. Is that the one word? One phrase? Okay, yeah, that's a um, good one. Yeah. So I thought about one is encourager. Um, and I'll explain these really quickly too, because it's fun. But uh, yeah, you know, one of the things about the Real Brian show that I was, I was really trying to focus on is that I love encouraging people uh, and even empowering them too, because it's something that I've known that I'm, I'm, it's just who I am. You know, when I, when I interact with people and I have an opportunity to sit down and just listen to them and talk to them and all that, and, and inevitably encouragement happens somehow. And I don't really always know how I do it, but you know, whatever, as long as it works. So that's something yeah. that I've learned about myself. And that's something that I really wanted to implement in my new show is encouraging people uh, and empowering them. And yes, towards their purpose and their identity um, and, you know, knowing that they matter. And so that was one entertainer was one I had to really come to terms with because um, I just love entertaining, you know, just doing my thing, making people smile, making them laugh, whatever. And uh, so that's something that I had to really come to terms with as well. So there's two and then the last one was, um, and I was trying to, to figure out a way to actually put this into an actual term. And the closest that I could come to was leader uh, because we were talking about, you know, I, I don't like conforming to things. And, you know, it's like, oh, you do this and it's just the next step or the next thing you need to do. And it's just not who I am. I'm not a good, I, I'm a nonconformist when it comes to that kind of thing. Uh, I love trailblazing, doing new things and, you know, just kind of leading change, I guess, if you want to call it that. Um, right. So I thought right. those were probably the best three ways to describe me, I think. <laughs> so. No, that's awesome. Well, I'll tell you, you're doing something right because I've been listening for months and I'm engaged and I'll, <laughs> I listen to you when I'm swimming. We moved and we have a pool now and I didn't think I'd be enjoying it as much as I am, but I do 30 minutes of treading in the morning and 30 minutes at night. Nice. And I'm an artist. I get, I, I, unless, unless I'm working on something, my hands can't have idle hands. I, I get the, I get my little Bluetooth speaker and I load up a few different podcasts and I add, you know, whatever is about 30 minutes. And so I'll listen and learn and I listen and get entertained. And sometimes I listen to the short stories that are, um, you know, true crime dramas and I listen to, you know, other inspirational speakers and stuff while I'm doing my fitness per se. And um, one of the things I had heard you say a, a while back was what are people doing when they are listening to podcasts? Mm -hmm. And, and that's one thing that I had asked artists on our mastermind group is what are you doing? What are you listening to? Or what are you doing when you're creating? Yeah. So I hope, I hope that people can, you know, be inspired by, the Rockstar Mentor podcast and yeah. feel as though they're getting some value. And, you know, my thing is I give you the kickstart you need to get your art business in gear. And I wish I had these kind of tools for myself when I was, gosh, 20, whatever years ago, mm -hmm. when I was doing, when I was um, wanting to be inspired and I wanted to learn new things, there wasn't a whole lot. And I'm not a big person that can sit and read a book in three or four hours. I just, I'm, I'm just, I'm on the go all the time and I just needed, I wanted something more audio. So I'm really happy on how there are different podcasts that inspire and different, even audiobooks now that are, it's so much easier than it was, you know, years ago. 
So listening to listening and engaging while doing other things is pretty fascinating. And yeah, I agree. I know that's not me. <laughs> you know, I, I'm with you on that. I think it's fantastic. And I think it's a good thing to do. Whatever inspires, whatever works. Love it. Yeah. So, Hey, so I know that our, I, I, lo- I want you to, Tell us all on where, where can we hear you? Where can people find you? Mm-hmm. Is there a takeaway that people can have today? Just, I mean, whatever you want to say, I want you to be able to let people know how can they find you if after the show? Yeah. So, um, you know, if you, as you know, and, and as I've uh, told some people just, just this week actually is that I'll be uh, um, ending profit cast. Um, although it's a two year, a little over two years now of episodes um, so I'm going to leave everything up there because there's tons of information there about podcasting and how to make money and how to grow your podcast and, um, you know, profit with your podcast and that kind of thing too. So uh, none of that information is going away. None of it's going to be obsolete. It's very, very important stuff. So if you ever do consider a podcast and, and want to learn, you know, the ins and outs of that kind of thing, it's profitcastuniverse.com. And, um, gosh, there's going to be, yeah, well, by the time I'm done, it'll be well over, you know, hundred episodes there. Um, yeah. if you're interested wow. in Arrow and love the TV show, we do Arrow Squad. That's at arrowsquad.com. Podcastersparadise.com. That's where we do the podcast for that interview. Pod, you know, a lot, a lot of the same stuff, but a lot of really neat stories. And then um, launching the Real Brian show in about a month at the time of this recording. And I mean, definitely <laughs> realbrianshow.com. You can definitely go there. Uh, I don't have anything up as of this recording moment, but I'm hoping to have something up here in the next few days. Um, just at least a landing page so people can get in and bookmark it, you know, and, and get on an email list and that kind of thing. So uh, realbrianshow.com and hopefully within a month, everything will be up and running and I'll have my first few episodes. Uh, that, that's my goal. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, right on. Thank you so much. This has been a treat for me. And I, I, I know that um, our, our viewing audience has asked about having more people being interviewed and, you know, wanted to give a spectrum of different types of um, medium, you know, from, from podcasting to, you know, glass blowings. So yeah, I think this absolutely. is really, this is, it's, it's all art in itself. So a huge thank you again oh, for, for joining us today. Yeah. And um, we will see you on the flip side. Sounds great. Thank you, Sonia, too. Really appreciate it. It was an honor. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, cool. have a great day and we'll talk <laughs> to you soon. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. You too. Take care. All right. Take care. Bye-bye.